0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Shine a Light on series. Today, we will be shining a light on the perks of being a generalist with Megana Minakota. Thank you so much for joining us, Megana.
1: I'm super excited to be
0: here and thank you. Yes, of course. So, to start, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, to start off, my name is Megana, as you're introduced. I'm currently a senior at UW Seattle, where I'm studying information technology. Uh, but I'm originally from the Bay Area, so I grew up around a lot of tech and entrepreneurship throughout my entire schooling, basically. And so that played a huge role in my career path. But apart from my education and like, career-related stuff, I am someone who loves trying out new things. Um, right now, during quarantine, I've been trying to pick up some new hobbies and kind of been the psychology of me. So um, a lot of things going on right now like, in Belfast Bay
0: Yes. I can I can relate to you on a few levels actually. Also grew up in the Bay Area and also loved ch- picking up trying a lot of new things. So excited to chat more with you tonight about this this concept. So diving into our conversation a bit, how would you describe what a generalist is and would you consider yourself one? Okay, yeah. So I think
1: You know, the textbook, like, definition of generalist is just someone who has a lot of knowledge on a wide array of fields or subjects, so it's kind of like someone who is a jack of all trades, per se, and I didn't realize I was a textbook generalist till way later, like, I realize now, but I would definitely say that I am, you know, I'm the kind of person, like I said, I love just simply learning about all of these things, sometimes even very random things, um. I love to read books. I love to listen to podcasts. And, you know, I try to be as knowledgeable as I am. And I think that really plays into generalist mindset a lot. And I think my motto right now for like life is, is very YOLO, but the more, like, positive version of it, <laughs> where you're just trying new things and getting as much experience as you can to grow to be the best version in this world. So that is what generalist generalist
0: you are a generalist. That much is clear. You like a lot of things. You like to try a lot of things. Also, I love what you said about YOLO, but in terms of sort of being a generalist, I, I agree with this. I think at this point in my life, I know this is like one chapter, one job role, one experience that I'm in. But but I know there's going to be a different, completely different chapter at some point um, just because of my interests in many, many things. So it's good to hear that you have a similar mindset and I'm not just crazy. So how do you think that being a generalist played a role in your college experience? And maybe we can start with choosing a major because obviously there's a lot of pressure there. And I don't know about you, but for me, it was it was very hard to choose one thing.
1: Yeah, definitely. So like I said, by all means, I was not a generalist until my sophomore year at UW. I was initially a CS student, like many others coming out of the Bay Area. And I thought that's what I wanted and that's what I like. But it did not end up playing out like that at all. Um, so it was actually in that second year that I realized I didn't know what I was good at and I didn't know what I liked. So I started really pushing myself out of my comfort zone. I I'm not someone who accepts change very easily. So this was a big like mindset for me to be like, you have to try out different courses and you have to try out more clubs that, you know, aren't perfect for your CS resume, but doing things that I was truly interested in, even if they're super weird, if they're like just music or art, you know,
0: like very blankly on a word. (laughs) Just sort of like not a typical path, right? For like CS majors.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I had to definitely give into that part myself and be like, okay, well, you owe it to yourself to try out and see what's out there. And I think that is more of what I meant for like a generous kind of role. And so if I didn't give myself the opportunity to be all of those, then I will not have realized my strengths and my passions. Um, and so, you know, I think the biggest thing about a generalist is just that you're not trying to be good at everything. It's not like a checklist that you go through, that you're good at all of these different things. Um, but you happen to go across all these different paths as you're figuring out what you actually like to do. Um, so in terms of my major and everything, even though I was CS, I started going out of that field a little, doing a lot more psychology and a lot more, um, like, human resources stuff, and, you know, after a year or so of, like, research and career options and everything, I realized that the information technology major at UW was more in line with what I wanted to get out of my path in the future, and how I kind of figured
0: out how to, get to it. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that story. And... I'm sure we're going to dive more into how generalists relate to PM shortly, but I like what you said about sort of just exploring other things. And I think generalists above all else are just very curious people, right? Because if you just love the thing that you're doing and you don't really care about other things that other people do, then you're not going to be curious about it. But if you're curious, like, okay, how does what I'm doing connect with what they're doing and what do they do and what does the next person do and that sort of thing, I think you just like want to learn more. So that's good. And have an interest in actually learning more. So that makes sense. And perfect segue into becoming a, a PM. So tell us a little bit more about that path if you want to add anything. And I am curious of your thoughts. Obviously, most schools, at least at an undergrad level, don't offer a PM program. Like You can't really study product management. But... That being said, it's so popular these days, right? Amongst undergrads. So what kind of job or internship experiences swayed you to explore product management?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I did not know what product management even was until like a year and a half ago. It's very popular, like you said right now, but I just never heard about it on my campus. There weren't any like camp targeted clubs or classes even, like you said. So my journey into PMP was very rocky because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but I think for my journey into Panfield was very, like, I think I can put it down to three steps. The so first was, like, discovering what product management actually was, like, there was a field out there. And then understanding if I was a good fit for the field. And then the third was getting those experiences to hopefully get a a role in the field after. Again, so after I decided that I was not like a CS kid and I wanted to do something else, um, one of the clubs I ended up joining, which is kind of like my turning point, was a club called Husky Tech. And it's basically where we plan events and activities that help students get into tech world. Um, my role was more of like a glorified event planner at the beginning but it opened me up to so many skills like team management organization and planning and I was fortunate to find the one person on my campus that was doing something called product management and so he kind of took me under his wing he was like this is what it is you get to do all sorts of cool things and it's in tech and I was like okay that's amazing um so I figured out what product management was. I did a lot of Googling of a, a lot of coffee chats with professionals to see if I was good for the role or if I even liked what it was. And I think the biggest thing with product management is it's so different from company to company. that I wasn't able to like pin down if I was if this is what I wanted to do. But I took that leap of faith and I was like, okay, I want to do something called product management. And at that point I still didn't completely understand what it was. But I knew I just, I liked it. I had like a, you know, like an, a drawn passion toward what product management was supposed to be. Um, and after that, I think the biggest step that everyone is working towards when they get into product management field is getting that experience, right? Because at 4 p.m., you have to be able to manage people a lot of these jobs and companies, more people with MBAs and people with insane amounts of prior experience already for internships. and. Uh, was where I had to really pull few things together, right? So I knew that product management was all about planning and like to some sort. So when I applied to my first internship, I did project management and that is completely different. And it's all about looking at team resources and planning and timelines and all of that. And as I was doing it, I of course it was back of my mind. I was like, this isn't product management. Like this is not what I wanted to do. But I learned so much from that. And then I realized another part of being a PM is learning about your audience, learning about how they view the product. So then I decided to go do a marketing internship, even though I have never done marketing before. But that ended up happening. And now I have insight into that part of the field. And then after I realized I needed technical knowledge, so I started working on a new app project with some friends and aspiring PMs. And I think I kind of had to put all of these things together, but I didn't realize I was putting them together. Right. So in, in the thick of it, I was like, okay, well, what are other things that I can do that I kind of like and I'm kind of interested. So I went through all of these different internships and it was only at the end that I realized I gained a little bit from each one and I could put it into my PM kind of file or resume persona that I created. And so that was more of like everything coming together, and if I didn't have those experiences as a project manager intern, as a marketing intern, as a design intern, then I would have been lacking the most important skills of the doing. If that makes
0: sense. It Made sense to me. <laughs> it made sense to me. No, that that makes a lot of sense. And um, one thing I do want to highlight that you mentioned earlier is that step one was just acknowledging your are loss and you have no idea where to start when you found out about product management in general because I think that is everyone with everything in life right like there's no way anyone decides oh I want to you know become x and then they know all things so it's a healthy step to acknowledge so thank you for doing that and I guess something else i do want to add is that although you had a lot of great internship opportunities although a wide a wide range of things which i think is just Really cool. Um, also, you can view like class projects, especially team projects, as opportunities to grow outside of something you typically do or or learn about. Do you have any experiences there, like just in class, sort of leveraging or building skills that helped you become a PM?
1: Definitely, definitely. I think almost I don't know. Many students underestimate the effort of like your class projects, but They help you so much, and those, in the beginning, before even getting these internships, I didn't have any work experience to pull from, so I pulled from class projects that I did, and especially in the class setting, you're kind of in, like, a mini company or worker, right? Like, everyone has a role, you're all, you know, delivering something at the end for your final project, you're all working on separate things, and that is one of the biggest things that I think I still speak to this day about, like, how... I'm good at product management or how I want to do it. Um, just the act of soft skills and technical skills just makes those class projects an ideal candidate
0: for like learning, especially in like this study. Yeah, definitely. And I know we've talked a lot about product management in general. There are a lot of hybrid roles these days, like beyond product management. I think that's the most popular one, at least in my network right now, product management. But I think there's a lot more hybrid roles in general what do you think are some of the perks of being in a hybrid role as a generalist? Yeah, definitely. So I think one of the biggest perks of being a generalist
1: again is just that you have a wide array of knowledge, so you can really pull from all of these different things and jump into any new role. And the current learning curve is a little bit lower for you just because you understand the topic or you've maybe experienced or talked to people in that field. So you go in already a step above and understanding because you can pull from all of your previous experiences. And like you said, especially in the tech world, they have new roles coming up all the time, new types of responsibilities. So it makes you more transferable. Like when I was in my PM journey and there were definitely times when I was like, you know, I may not get a or Like what else can I do? And then I found all these different fields. I could be a program manager or a product specialist. And all of the skills that I've been learning so far, I could transfer and move on to that role or move on to another role. And I think that's the biggest part is because you get all these experiences and that makes you such a unique candidate to a wide array of roles. And so you go in and you may have to pick up a few field-specific ones, but you have a great base knowledge to go off with.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. I know I'm sure by this point of the conversation, it really sounds like we're pushing you to be a generalist. I don't think you can be forced to be a generalist, to be honest, but I want to acknowledge the under the other end of this. I have some thoughts, but I want to hear your thoughts, too, on what are some of the cons of being a generalist?
1: Yeah, I mean, so in the beginning, I said a generalist is kind of a person who is a jack of all space, right? A jack of all trades, everything. And the biggest con is you can spread yourself too thin, um, especially when you grow into your career, you grow to become more specialized in something, right? Even though it's just like a PM or like a designer, you go into have your own niche. And sometimes being a generalist doesn't give you the opportunity to really dive into something. And so, especially now the field, specialization is very important, like when you want to Move up the corporate ladder and do different things. So, at some point, you have to stop your search on figuring out all the things you want to do and maybe focus on just a few.
0: So really get into those things. Right? Yes, hey, you kind of you hit the nail on the head for me there on that one. And it's also okay to stay a generalist for life too, uh, if you're not super interested in in moving up. At least like vertically how, how you're headed in your path. It's okay to, to move around, want to explore new jobs and learn other things. It's also totally fine if you're like, now this is my niche. I was a generalist and now I have found my niche and I'm staying here. Uh, I think, I'm sure people like go back and forth throughout their whole lives. Definitely.
1: And it's not even just like career related. You can be a generalist in just life. Like you try new classes, you try new hobbies and You know, it's fun to do that for sure, but maybe along the process of being a journalist, you decide you love baking and now you want to do a baking business and everything. It's honestly just a segue into figuring out what you want to do. But again, the more experiences you build, the more of like an interesting and cool person you become also.
0: Yes. And I I feel like there are so many college students right now who are really like go-getters and they're a student, but they want to start, a youtube channel and a podcast and write a book and i feel like people are getting more creative and they they have more things in mind especially these days when creating content is a lot more accessible so generalists are thriving right now i think i think they're they're doing okay
1: you can't be bored during quarantine for a generalist <laughs>
0: it's true yeah that's very true so last question do you have any words of wisdom for students who maybe can't quite find their path because they're interested in so many? Yeah, I mean, I think, of course, like, I appreciate people who are so
1: organized and self-planned. They know what they want to do after that, and they get all of the perfect, super relevant internships, and they have amazing sets of, like, activities on their resume. Um, But, like, don't box yourself in so much. And I think the whole process of being a journalist for me is just that you find your passion at the end of it. So try things for sure. But you have to be also actively thinking in your head, like introspecting, did I like what I did? What aspects did I like? What did I not like? And you're kind of building off of each experience. So when I did project management, I was like, I actually don't like timelines too much. Now I realize that in the future, I don't want to be something that has to do a lot with like very precise kind of thing so the whole idea is don't box yourself in but don't be stuck in that loop of just trying new things and um putting them in a box of like i like and i didn't like it but being more introspective of what parts did you not like and if i did like this part what's next what other things can i do that builds off of this and in that case you kind of grow and have building blocks to
0: finally get whatever you want to achieve the end. Yes, beautiful, beautiful final words. And I totally agree. Being boxed in is, is not fun. Being easily labeled is sort of something I've been rebelling against my whole life. So thank you for those last words. Um, and thank you again for joining us, Megana. It was great chatting with you. Thank you so much for having me. I definitely hope i help a few people understand my journey and hopefully helps me in your own journey too yes no yes Every every story is significant so thank you for sharing yours and to anyone tuning in thank you for joining us as always at opal we shine brighter together and we'll see you next time